This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, Cordell. So we obviously know that Demarcus Robinson um, is a guy that was picked up. Uh, I believe he was cut by the Raiders mm-hmm. uh, and and he was formerly with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And um, the Ravens signed him to a one-year deal. Based on what the, the terms are, it appears that this is not going to be a cut situation. He will be on the active roster come week one um, or at least be here during the season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people know much about uh, Demarcus Robinson, but I, I, I'm familiar with his style of play because he, he went to Florida. Yes, I am a Gator fan. And that's so, all you needed to know. Yeah, so you so to I'm a, a, a little familiar. <laughs> um, but you have a concern here in terms of where he plays in this offense and who potentially he takes place of. Yeah. And so I'd like for you to explain who you think potentially is missing out as a result of Demarcus Robinson being involved now in the Ravens offense. Well, we know that the Ravens are going with a new look receiving group uh, this year. Uh, Obviously, Hollywood Brown being traded to the Cardinals. The dominoes have kind of fallen a little bit. Yeah, Sammy Watkins here last year. He's now gone. He's in Green Bay now. Um, and so it's a new look group. So you got Rashad Bateman as your new number one guy at the receiver position. Um, you have Devin Duvernay, who's been your all pro. He was an all pro return man last year. He's going to finally get his opportunity to be a full time receiver. And then you have James Prochet, who, again, is another guy who ha- the Ravens have seemed like they have found every reason in the book to not throw James Prochet out there, but they don't have many reasons left. So <laughs> they don't have, they they don't don't have any, any yeah, reasons yeah. left. Many, yeah, any. Take yeah. the M off. It's yeah. any. And they, they don't have any uh, reasons anymore. Yes. And I like James. I've always liked James Prochet. Same. Uh, and I really like him this year. Um, now, the, he's hurt right now. That doesn't really bode well from him, but, for him. But I think once he gets back, this is a guy that I expect to be a big focal point in this offense. But you look at this receiving group, there's questions. There's big time questions. And obviously, Demarcus Robinson was brought in initially as a depth guy. The Ravens have no depth behind their top three, arguably top four receivers, if you want to count Tylen Wallace. Well, Demarcus Robinson doesn't count. Well, now, I'm, 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 I'm saying like before DeMar, like going into Prior the idea to, of bringing correct. him in. Right. Because all you had were a bunch of undrafted free agent receivers with no experience. And so we were looking at a situation before the Demarcus Robinson signing to where the Ravens would have been potentially depending on possibly two of these undrafted rookie receivers to make this team. And that's not a good situation to be in because it's inevitable that somebody's going to get a nick or a knack or banged up a little bit at some point throughout the course of this 17 game season It's just inevitable. 
Um, so they needed to have somebody with some sort of experience in this group. Demarcus Robinson gives you that. He's not necessarily a guy that's going to come in and be your new number one receiver, but he is a guy that has contributed on an NFL offense. A very, a very good passing attack one of the best passing tax attacks in the league absolutely that is in kansas city so obviously it's not great that he's cut by the raiders before the second preseason game that's never good but when you look at what the ravens gave him to come to baltimore i mean they paid him more than the raiders did that's kind of unheard of that lets you know number one that the ravens are desperate at the wide receiver position you think and it lets you know (laughs) that they expect this guy to be here for the season. They yeah. expect him to crack the 53-man roster. Yes. So it got me thinking, like, okay, is this going to – is Demarcus Robinson going to be a guy that just rides the pine all year or, you know, a guy that is asked to maybe contribute here and there on special teams and is just, you know, he's out there every blue moon offensively? I think as we get through – as we go through the course of this season, especially as we get to the second half of the season – I honestly would not be surprised if Demarcus Robinson is one of your top three wide receivers in this starting offense. When you look at his statistical numbers, he hasn't had any mind-blowing seasons. Right. Uh, His best season was 2020, 45 catches, 466 yards, three touchdowns. But when you look at this receiving group, Devin Duvernay last year, 33 catches, 272 yards, two touchdowns you look at Devin Duvernay over his career I mean last year was he got his first touchdown catches of his career last year granted it was his second year uh in the league but this is just a guy that they haven't really put out there to be a a a mainstay at the wide receiver position in this offense yes I would not be surprised if we're looking at Demarcus Robinson being the Devin Duvernay of this offense by the by the second half of the season. And what I mean by that is DeMarcus that Devin Duvernay will ultimately continue his return status. I think uh to start the year. I don't know to this point, but I think it's something to watch. Is will Devin Duvernay be a punt returner and kick returner? I expect him to do at least one. Right. He's a he's an all pro. You're not just going to completely take that aspect away from your team. But is he going to do both? and be a full-time wide receiver. I don't know. I, I don't expect him to do both and be a, 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 a the starting wide receiver of, of this team. I expect him to do one, a one whether it's kickoff or punt return, and be the receiver. But as we go on, I just feel like Demarcus Robinson is going to be able to give them more of what they're looking for at the receiver position. He is the deep threat, same role that I expect Devin Duvernay to be. I don't look at Duvernay as like a possession type receiver. He's not the best route runner. So that's one of the things that Duvernay has going against him. Demarcus Robinson can at least get open. Yes. We've seen it. Yes. So I, I really would not be surprised if we get to say week nine, week 10, or but, but because I think that the Ravens have a bye week right in the middle of their schedule yes, right do. after the New Orleans game. So I would not be surprised if we get to the second half of the season after the bye week and we're looking at Demarcus Robinson being one of these starting three receivers next to uh, Rashad Bateman and James Prochet. 
I do think that you have make a valid point in the sense that DuVernay has a lot of other things and other responsibilities going on. So to, to do all of those things plus make him a full-time receiver does feel like a lot of work that we're asking for him. I mean, I could easily make a case why Demarcus Robinson would be better than like a Tylon Wallace, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that why that's not available. But with DuVernay's other responsibilities, which we know that Harbaugh is a special teams guy, so we know how he feels about, you know, kick returners and punt returners right. so the importance of that is major and you have that guy already you do you don't want to overextend a guy like that because you already view him as being an important part of your special teams so that is valid because I, I, from a talent perspective I didn't agree at yeah. first but I think that that once you broke it down and said okay but yeah this this guy has other stuff to do mm-hmm. he got you can't put everything on his plate right, so somebody right. else got to help him do these things and you can still get Duvernay in a position where you know he can be involved in the offense to some regard yeah. similar to last year right? right but you're you're right in the sense that um you don't want to give him too much and then you brought in this experienced guy mm-hmm. who has had you know ha- has done the work in you know what they quote unquote call sophisticated offenses passing offenses like Kansas City and so it t- it takes the pressure off of Duvernay in a sense to be, oh, this all team all pro uh, special teamer, but then also this third wide receiver. Which look, he might want to be right. You know, I mean, it doesn't do anything but extend his money if he's yeah. able to do all of those things. Oh, no doubt. But- but I can also understand why the Ravens don't want to put all of that on his plate yeah. um, at this point. So you're right. Although, like I said, I can make an I can make a case why he's better than some other guys no on this doubt. roster. Oh yeah, I mean, you see, I completely jumped. I didn't. I didn't. You say didn't even Ty. mention. Yeah, you I mean, said James Prochet yeah. and Devin Duvernay. We yeah. ain't even bring up. I Tyler mean, I don't. Wallace. Yeah, I, I don't expect Tylen Wallace to be a guy that threatens Devin Duvernay's uh, spot Correct. at all, or, or James Prochet's spot. Um, I, I look at it honestly as a situation where Demarcus Robinson has the experience. And when you look at where Demarcus Robinson's season is kind of maxed out at, he's had he's had no more than four touchdowns in a season. Um, and like I said, 2020 was his highest catch total and yard total at 45 and 466. Do I think Devin Duvernay could do that? Sure. I think Devin Duvernay could go out there and get you 46 catches, get you over 400 yards, and get you four touchdowns. Sure. That's not nothing mind-blowing, but that was Demarcus Robinson as maybe like the fourth I think he was probably the fourth, yeah. At minimum, he was the fourth op In in that Kansas City offense. So I think if we're talking about this Ravens situation where, again, as I talk about all these guys in this Ravens offense, specifically in the passing game, the word I continue to use is efficient. The Ravens aren't going to be a volume passing team. Right. They thrive off efficiency. You look at Lamar's MVP year. The Ravens were one of the best teams. They led the league in passing touchdowns that year, but not in uh pass pass rank, not in yard total. So or or even attempts. So they're not going to be a team that's going to ever go out there and I'm not going to say ever cuz at times they're forced to do that by game flow. But on average, the Ravens don't want to have a 35 to 40 pass attempt type of game. It's not their style. Right. But I do think that they are a team that thrives off of efficiency, being able to depend on yak 
which is one of the biggest reasons why I think Marquise Brown never really met his max potential in this offense no. is because he was never a yak guy. No, that was on his. That was oh on yeah, him. that's on him. Okay, that, that, yeah, I just want to be him. clear. Yeah. Like he wasn't a yak guy because he right. chose to go out of bounds right. and chose not to get the extra yak. That's, no doubt. That's 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 <laughs> no doubt. He, he got to be held accountable. I mean, but for you that. look you look at Mark Andrews. It's a lot of catch and run. Yes. with Mark Andrews. Yes. Even Rashad Bateman last year. Rashad Bateman was a lot of catch and run. That's what this offense depends on. Guys being able to make plays after the catch. And that's the one thing that I do think Devin DuVernay has going for him. Yes. Uh, as an all-pro returner, he has, as a return man, and especially as an all-pro, it shows that you can make things happen when you get the ball in your hands. Yep. So I think that Devin DuVernay will still remain a big part of this offense because I think he has some dynamic playmaking ability once he gets in the open field with the ball in his hands. But if we're talking about just being a wide receiver, getting open, running routes, reading coverages, knowing where what, area, what areas in the zone are the soft areas to sit in and stuff like that, I just don't know if he's going to be able to be that guy going forward. And I think that in the Raven, in the back of the Ravens mind, when they signed Demarcus Robinson, it, it, it was to kind of, as the year goes on to give him a bigger piece of responsibility in this receiving game. Yeah. And I think that that's fair. I think, I think that you, you do want to get, take some pressure off of the young guy and allow somebody else to kind of fill in his shoes and, and do some things that, you know, he, would be able to do, but you don't want to put too much on them. So that is a fair, a very, very fair point. Um, I, I do. I am interested to see how this offense, because I, I think you and I both agree um, that the tight ends are going to be really used heavily, but how they'll, you know, use guys like a Prochet and a Demarcus Williams mm-hmm. along with Rashad Bateman, um, because at the end of the day, you still need wide receivers on the yeah. field. As much as we love the tight ends that right. they have here, you still need um, And you got to be able to get something from your tight ends, that, I mean, from your wide receivers that are going to be on the field. I think Rashad Bateman will be able to have the type of year that everybody's looking for I I think he's definitely capable to be a number one guy he's got all the talent in the world he's a big guy he can run he can get open he knows how to run routes he can catch yeah um it's just for me with Rashad Bateman my biggest thing is consistency Uh, and not putting too much pressure on yourself I feel like that's kind of been one of his biggest things this offseason as to why we've seen him drop some of the passes that we've seen him drop in practice or have some of the down days that we've seen from him in practice I truly believe it's a lot of mental with Rashad and just putting more pressure on himself than he should it's a lot of responsibility obviously it's a new role for him he's coming in as the number one guy and it's no secret about the Ravens have been searching for a wide receiver forever and it's no (laughs) secret that everybody thinks that wide receivers can't flourish in this offense it's no secret that everybody believes that the Ravens that no wide receiver wants to come play in Baltimore because they don't feel like that the Ravens system will be able to Make them look good. We'll get them the numbers that'll get them to that payday. And I think Rashad Bateman kind of takes all that responsibility, so to speak, on himself to kind of be the example. Like, watch what I do. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to have the Pro Bowl season as a receiver. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to be the receiver that everybody swears that the Ravens don't have yeah. or can't get. Yeah. And and I think he just kind of needs to simplify it a little bit. Obviously, he didn't tell me all this. This is just from my eye test because when you see a guy that you know 
can you know his talent level you know how good he is and then you see him kind of making some uncharacteristic mistakes out there it's like it's got to be between the ears it's not he can't do it he's not capable to do it it's simply a mental thing so I think Rashad Bateman once he mellows out and gets into a a a comfortable situation and is just like living in the moment playing for that play not trying to you know necessarily need to be the 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 showstopper yeah. every day I, I think Rashad Bateman will be just fine for the sake of, of 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 just saying this I like the Demarcus Robinson signing simply because now you do have a veteran wide receiver on this team I felt like Rashad Bateman is getting a whole lot of responsibility mm-hmm. that he does not necessarily deserve or maybe not even it's ready for in his second year and having a wide receiver that's a veteran um, and has been successful in his tenure you know in terms of playing with Kansas City and stuff allows him to still get some some he could still get some leadership but also be able to blossom in his role as you know the projected wide receiver leader of the core which is crazy when you think about yeah. it <laughs> yeah. yeah 